Hello and welcome to Endurance Minded, the podcast that dives deep into the psychological and emotional components of endurance sports. Uh, Like always, I'm your host, Taylor Thomas, founder and coach at Thomas Endurance Coaching, and we are going to do another mini-sode today, uh, and we're going to talk about one of the most glaringly obvious uh, struggles that um, that everyone's going through at the moment, but uh, through the lens of uh, of athletics and, and our lives as athletes and endurance sports. Uh, we're going to talk about coronavirus, um, and we're going to talk about, uh, or I'm going to talk about how that's impacting our lives as athletes, and then how we can move forward, stay positive, readjust, refocus, um, and, uh, and, and try to see um, the, the positives uh, in, in some of the things that we're being uh, asked to do as a society. And um, so let's, uh, let's dive in, because one of the things that's most glaringly obvious uh, and that it's impacting uh, athletes the most is, uh, is the cancellation of races. Um, along with that, we're seeing closures of gyms, uh, yoga studios, Pilates studios, um, group rides um, uh, or group runs, group activities uh, are being canceled. Um, and so there's a real disruption in, uh, in our lives as athletes and in the things that, we're, um, that we were striving for and the goals that we had set forth and, and ultimately the things that have kept us motivated um, to, uh, to pursue uh, hard days of training, you know, getting up early, staying up late, getting workouts in, all the things that we do as athletes, um, a lot of those motivating factors are, are being uh, taken off the calendar or, or moved to a later date. And so that's a real disruptive um, aspect uh, of, uh, again, sp- uh, particular specific to, to our lives uh, as athletes. Of course, that's the socially responsible thing to do, and race organizers uh, are, are making the right call um, gym, uh, owners, uh, you know, group ride organizers, all of these people are, are making these decisions for, uh, for the good of, of our society as a whole, but that doesn't mean that it makes it any less challenging, uh, as, as athletes and for us as individuals. So I wanted to take, uh, take a moment, uh, in this mini-sode format that we do on Endurance Minded and just talk through some of the things that, that we can do to, to stay focused, to stay motivated, how we can recenter um, and and use these dynamic times to continue to focus on the things that matter to us uh, as athletes. Um, so, first and foremost, the most obvious thing is that a lot of our training is being um, is being forced to to change, or we have to make adaptations in in how we're approaching. Our training again. Maybe we uh, had you know group activities uh, on the schedule. A lot of us uh, in the northern hemisphere coming into the spring. Everyone's excited to get out and ride or run. Uh, certainly to race. And so on a weekly basis, maybe these group activities are being canceled. Um, uh, again, race cancellations or postponements. So spring race series. Um, a lot of athletes, uh, if they haven't already had races canceled. Um, are seeing cancellations for uh, for April and for May and so on. So, how do we adapt our training um, when these things have happened? When these uh, these cancellations and closures closures are occurring, um, 
first and foremost, uh, uh, gym closures are one of the areas we're seeing uh, a lot of disruption for athletes. Um, again, the socially responsible thing to do, the safe thing to do uh, at the recommendation of world health organizations, but that does make it challenging to get uh, to get a planned workout in, especially if you're utilizing weights and the equipment that the gym offers. Um, so at-home gym exercises or at-home strength training exercises um, are, are readily available. There's tons of resources. Um, we have uh, over 75 videos uh, on the TEC website that uh, that outline uh, or highlight body weight exercises that you can do. You can you can string those together to produce um, high intensity interval training exercises or workouts. Um, so lots of great resources, and there's plenty of ways to continue to integrate a strength training component without the use of the gym. If you need or want to add resistance, uh, you know, look for things at home. Um, things like, you know, gallons of water. Uh, I've seen uh, videos online of people uh, lifting up the edge of their couch or a coffee table to do some sort of weighted squat. Um, there's lots of different ways to get creative, but ultimately uh, a solid body weight um, workout can be, can be highly effective, uh, especially if you've transitioned to more of a race focus uh, time of your season, you might've already been pulling back from, uh, from the weighted work uh, anyway. So, um, so, so get creative with the gym closure, uh, plenty of stuff to do at home with, you know, no equipment or, uh, uh, things that you find lying around your house. So don't let the fact that you can't stick to your normal gym routine deter you from, uh, from strength training. Uh, if the gym is where you were getting in, uh, or, or where you were accessing other equipment for your, some of your aerobic based workouts, so a treadmill, uh, an exercise bike, uh, whatever it is, then again, we can get creative, um, you know, looking for places that you can ride uh, or run outside. You know, if you have a bike workout scheduled and maybe you're getting that in at the gym, um, you know, look for a bike path or uh, a road that's lightly trafficked. Maybe you can drive somewhere to access a place where you can still get in that bike uh, that interval session. If it's a run, um, you know, look for, you know, neighborhoods, things, uh, places that have, you know, little to no traffic. Utilize the infrastructure in these places to, um, you know, instead of a treadmill, you can kind of create your own track. Um, same thing, of course, if you were going to, you know, a track workout. And if that's been canceled, then, you know, do your own track workout and, and find find areas where you can execute. Um, and I think that's really a, a good place to kind of or how we want to think about things is, you know, what can we do or how can we be creative in such a way where we can, you know, kind of pick up where we left off. It might not look the same and it might not feel the same and the, and the same people might not be there, but we can still find creative ways to, to execute on our plan and to, to keep, keep things moving forward. Um, you know, we live in a time now where indoor training environments are, are more and more prevalent. So, so many athletes have, you know, really nice smart trainers and, um, and virtual, you know, ride or run softwares and treadmills. And, um, and that's becoming more and more prevalent. And so if you're one of the people that, that has access to that, or that's already in your athlete toolbox now more than ever is the time, time to use that, to tap into those, uh, those virtual, um, opportunities, um, use those to, to keep you motivated, to keep you engaged with friends, 
Um, you know, I know at TEC we offer uh, or we host a, a biweekly uh, ride, uh, group ride on Zwift. So there's lots of places that you can turn. Uh, again, if if some of your you know more normal group activities are canceled, we have the tools now. We live in a in a time where there's uh, there's plenty of opportunities for uh, to, to to still engage and not feel as isolated, and also certainly get very very high quality uh, sessions and um, and then. So, you know, again, use, use what you have. And I think a lot of that is just kind of shifting our mindset, you know, whereas if we get stuck in what's been canceled, what we don't have access to, what, you know, group rides or runs aren't happening, it can, it can kind of quickly bog us down. Just shifting our mindset a little bit to think about what we can do and what we can accomplish and, and being a little bit creative and, Again, maybe, you know, taking a little bit of time, uh, some extra steps to, you know, drive to a location that makes sense to execute a, a workout or um, whatever that may be. Um, now's the time to, of course, to, to implement uh, some of these more creative solutions. And, and we and a lot of us have um, have these things at our disposal. So um, so, again, adapting your training, just be creative. Um, it doesn't take a lot of equipment, it, you know, and even if the trappings of those workouts look different than you're used to. There's still plenty of ways that we can uh, uh, you can execute those those sessions. Um, all right. So day to day training, of course, is is disrupted. Um, maybe that looks different. That that's important for sure, and we want to we want to figure out ways to cope with that. But most importantly, um, I think is going to be or, or is um, how to adjust our goals and expectations. So you know, if, if a race is canceled or, or maybe at this point, you know, when a race is canceled, what does that mean for our season? Uh, what does that mean for our training? What does that mean for our identity as an athlete? Uh, and those can be really, uh, hard questions to answer. And I think it's a, it's a, it's a place where a lot of athletes are finding themselves, um, or, or, uh, questions that a lot of athletes are being forced to, to face. And so, uh, I want to dive in a little bit to kind of my thoughts on race cancellations, how we can handle that, and, and ultimately what that means for or, or the the role that racing plays in our uh, in our identity uh, as athletes. So, you know, it's worth mentioning, or, or certainly I think we need to admit to ourselves that when a race is canceled, you know, at this point in the season. Um, if if a race was you know maybe four six weeks away, maybe you've already had races canceled that you were building towards, um, that takes the wind out of our sails. You know you you get you get fired up about races, um, you get motivated. Certainly your training has you know reached a a, a peak for this time of year, um, and you know you're feeling fit. Hopefully you're feeling motivated, excited to race, and then that cancellation happens. Um, you know and and how the way it's going. Most of the time is it happens with very little notice. Um, and so that can be a little deflating. Uh, it can take the wind out of our sails. And I think first and foremost, it's good to to kind of admit that it's okay to be upset, right? It's, it's okay that we have a vested interest in these events. We're emotionally uh, invested. We're physically invested. Uh, we're monetarily invested. You have to pay for the race entry. Uh, maybe you had travel involved. There was hotel stays. Whatever it is, there is a big investment uh, in these events, and and that's 
that's part of being an athlete. We want that investment because that means that it matters, right? That means that you're going to show up and you're going to you're going to try your best to to achieve your full potential on that day. Um, and so it's okay to be upset, um, but you want to kind of let that run its course. You also don't want that to fester. You don't want to sit on that uh, that frustration. Um, you want to use it, process it, um, and then and then move on. But again don't feel I've, I've talked to a lot of athletes that, you know, there's a guilt associated with feeling upset because of course that in the scheme of things, you know, a race cancellation or the inability to race, um, in the scheme of, uh, of a pandemic, uh, like we're going through is, is not a, a huge deal, right? We, we also of course want to keep perspective and, and most folks have that. Um, but again, Specific to us, you know, these are our individual circumstances, and it's okay to be to be upset. Um, but again, use that kind of process it, use it to help you reset, to position yourself in relation to to other people, to help you find perspective, uh, and then and then move on. Um, so I think next and maybe most important is you know to talk about the role that races play in our athletic identity, and we've talked about this a, a fair amount uh, on on the podcast, but, you know, my view uh, is that, you know, races are really, um, small, um, small waypoints, um, on our way to, to much bigger things, right. In the, in, in terms of the cumulative effort that we, that we, uh, put out as athletes, uh, races are a small part of that, right. It's one day, or maybe it's a couple of days if it's a stage race or whatever it is. Um, you know, it, if you have a whole year uh, of focus as an athlete and you have, you know, a handful of races, um, it's really a very small percentage of the overall work and focus that we do. Um, and, and races, I think, should be a very small part of our athletic identity. Um, again, something we've talked about a lot on the podcast, but making sure that your why um, as an athlete it, is um, is rooted in something outside of race day performance. So I think a lot of times, um, or what we're seeing is when these races are being canceled, uh, schedules are changing. Um, it, it's if there's frustration or if there's a, a decrease in motivation or drive or focus from the athlete's perspective. I think we can root that in the fact that that athletic identity is not um, diversified enough and that the athletic identity is too wrapped up in uh, in a race day uh, and in the performance and in what that day was going to to mean for that athlete. And again, I'm not saying that races aren't important and and they're not critical you know aspects of um, of our journey as athletes, but they can't be, they can't be everything. Um, and so when a race is canceled, again, it's just a day or a couple of days. Um, and it's a very small part of, of the work that we do to, uh, to, to reach our full potential for any given season. And so, um, you know, try to look at it again, uh, from that perspective that, yeah, you know, is the race exciting? Were you looking forward to racing? Absolutely. Have you been working hard in your training to, 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 to get to that race or prepare for that race? 
um, certainly, but that doesn't mean that that all is lost. And it, and it certainly wasn't the reason um, that singular day should not be the reason that you were doing all of your training. Um, there there should be more um, to it than that. And so you know if your response is um, maybe too extreme, that's a good opportunity to think about that why and try to root um, your, your why in something other than, than racing. Cause, cause the race calendar, uh, will resume, uh, things ultimately, eventually we'll get back on schedule. Um, and there'll be opportunities to race. And so until then, um, finding that focus and motivation and, and other things outside of those, those singular events, um, is going to be something that's, that's really important. Um, and so, you know, what this time period allows you to do or us to do as athletes is to really pull back and refocus on our goals. You know, what is it that we want to accomplish again, outside of a, of an event, you know, what, what are we looking to, to move the needle on? What are our limiters? What are the things that if we had more time, we could focus on, you know, how can we improve? Where can we improve? And I think really we can see race cancellations as, as a luxury. You know, we can see it as, okay, great. I got more runway now. I have more time to, to build fitness. I have more time to focus on uh, rest, recovery, uh, nutrition. Um, you know, whatever it is, you're given now time to continue to build your skill sets, your strengths, uh, bolster your weaknesses or your limiters. Um, these are all really, you know, important things as athletes, and we we can always use more time to work on those things. Um, we do the best that we can to accelerate all of those things in the build up to race day. But if we're given more time, we can always do more um, with with that time. So, um, you know, refocus on your goals, double down on your limiters. Right? If there's things that you're not great at, take more time to do them now. Right? Whatever it is, if it's a specific system in your body. If you know, you want to, you know, VO2 max intervals are not your strong suit. Do, do more of them now, you know, or continue to integrate them to, to give yourself more time. Uh, if it's, you know, skills work on the bike, if it's run form, if it's, um, whatever the limiter is or limiters, um, double down, you know, really, really sink your teeth into those things. And, and again, look at it as a luxury that you get to, to work on those. And when you do show up to race day, you'll be more refined and more ready, um, than you were going to be, you know, if the race had gone off uh, as scheduled. Um, so, you know, think about it as a chance, uh, more runway, be ready when the time, uh, when race day does present itself. Um, and really think about that, that why. And, and if you're finding yourself in a situation where you're feeling overly frustrated or, uh, I think probably more importantly, if you if if the race is canceled and your motivation immediately leaves you, um, or your focus immediately leaves, um, that's a really good sign that there's some work to be done uh, on identifying why it is you're you're an athlete and and where that athletic identity lies. Um, so again, we can see these moments. Um, you know, these dynamic time periods like this as, as, you know, luxuries or, or kind of gifts that allow us to really hone in on, um, on, on very individual components of our, uh, of ourselves that we might not necessarily have had the opportunity to be as uh, introspective uh, about. So 
Um, so really take the time to, to dive into that. Um, and the next is, you know, utilize your, your team. I, I think it can be really hard to self-navigate time periods like this, you know, race cancellation. I know I just said, you know, focus on your goals, pull back, you know, double down on your limiters. That's all well and good. But what does that mean? You know, what does that mean for you as an athlete? What does that mean for um, your plans for the season? Um, how How do you do those things in a way where you obviously continue to progress properly, you know, periodization, um, stays in check, fatigue, fitness, all of these things are still managed, um, while juggling, you know, just the very real kind of logistics of the fact that, that our, you know, race season is, is, uh, is in flux. So it's important to, to have a team, um, and to, to utilize that team to help you navigate. Um, if you have a coach, you know, now is the time when the coach-athlete relationship shines the brightest. Um, it's when things don't go as planned that a coach really uh, is there to, to help, you know, take the stress away from, you know, are you navigating it correctly? You know, are you doing the right things? You know, how do we rebuild or refocus? Um, so if you're working with a coach, you know, I think, and I've seen it happen just, you know, time and time again, uh, in my career as a coach is that again, now is the time when, when that relationship really shines, you know, when, when I have an athlete where things don't go as planned or, you know, even now as a real, real time example, as races are getting canceled and it's, it's really, it's happening to, to, you know, every athlete more or less that we work with, with TEC, um, all around the world, you know, now is the time when the coach can step in and, and really do, do the work to help, uh, navigate this transition. So if you're working with a coach, certainly, you know, now's the time that that relationship is going to shine the brightest and, and lean on them to, to make sure that things are, are going well. And that, you know, if you have questions about, uh, your motivation or focus or, or doubts in that realm, you know, talk, talk to your coach, um, and make sure that those, those things are sorted out. Um, you know, friends, obviously super important always, but again, when things change and, and, uh, plans, um, have to be altered, you know, I think pulling back into, or, or kind of reaffirming your relationships with your community that you're closest to, um, is vital. And, you know, specific to, to what we're going through now, I think, you know, little things like, um, uh, reaching out to friends for, you know, some type of virtual accountability, right? Do you, do you get with your folks that you used to do, you know, you were doing your group events with, again, group rides, group runs, um, and do you, you know, get an email chain going where you just, um, uh, you know, make sure to keep, try to keep people accountable. You know, hey, did you show up for your workout today? Where did you do your workout? You know, what kind of strength workout were you able to do at home? Um, you know, whatever it is and whatever those scenarios are, you know, I think you can tap into uh, to, to that friend group, uh, and, and really utilize that to, to just bolster your, your motivation, uh, again, your focus, um, you know, how do you stay on track when things have changed? And, and certainly, um, you know, the bigger the team, the more vibrant the team, uh, the better a coach, uh, is, is one part of that or can be one part of that. Um, but, you know, your close friend group uh, is, is certainly a vital part of that as well. And use them to, to, to try to, um, again, keep you, keep you accountable. 
You always want to bring uh, family into the loop, right? If there's challenges that you're having, uh, things that you're unsure about, uh, schedule adjustments. Uh, a lot of folks are working from home. Um, you know, what does that mean for for work-life balance? You know, how do you carve out time for for yourself? I know a lot of athletes have, have talked about, you know, if they've had to go home or, or maybe there's been school closures uh, and cancellations for their kids, their their kids are home, their spouse is home, and it, it really makes that that um, separation between work and life much harder. And so it becomes increasingly more challenging to carve out time for themselves um, to, to exercise. And so, you know, I think open and honest uh, conversations with your family about when that time occurs, how that's going to integrate into, you know, this this kind of new schedule that a lot of people are finding themselves in. Um, those, you know, those are important conversations to have. And it's important to... Uh, to understand how critical um, our continued, you know, health is for for our happiness, and of course, uh, as it relates to, uh, to to you know coronavirus, obviously staying healthy is is important and, and will help um, you know uh, you know stave off potentially um, you know any ill effects or or uh, contamination. So again having just open, honest conversations with the people in your, um, kind of in your tribe, um, you know, is going to be something that, that I think is going to pay, pay dividends and, and help navigate this time period much more effectively. Um, so just to recap, um, you know, adapt your training again, let's get creative, figure out what that looks like. If you can't get to, uh, to the gym, to your group event, if races are canceled, um, think outside of the box, right? Do your own race, right? I've seen several folks, you know, had a marathon scheduled, um, had a big ride scheduled, um, you know, do it on your own, you know, map out a marathon course and, uh, and, and, you know, go for time, find, find self-motivation outside of the race day atmosphere. I mean, nothing says, you know, uh, a, a strong athletic identity, like going out and executing a race uh, on your own, um, just to see uh, if you can reach your full potential. So get creative, um, you know, and don't be afraid to kind of go solo and, and push yourself and see see what that looks like. Utilize, you know, equipment at home. Uh, again, the the TEC website. We've got tons of bodyweight exercise um, uh, videos on there to give you uh, ideas of how to kind of string really um, progressive and um, impactful uh, strength workouts together without having to leave your, you know, leave your house um, and, you know, get creative with your environment as well. Um, try to find open space where you can, can execute workouts. And of course, if you have an indoor training environment, now is the time that that's going to, you know, be your, probably your, you know, one of your best tools, whether that's a stationary trainer for the bike or a treadmill. Um Next, most importantly, again, really being um, thinking about that athletic identity when races are canceled. How does that impact you? How do you handle that? How does that um, uh, impact your motivation and your willingness to continue to show up uh, and train and push towards your goals? Um, if you find that you're too uh, too wrapped up in that race day, 
uh, and that your frustration continues uh, for, you know, for a long period of time or you can't seem to get over that frustration, I challenge you to, to look inward and, and think about your athletic, athletic identity. Think about your why um, and make sure that it's, it's linked to something outside of race day. Because truthfully, if it's not, uh, obviously we're in very you know, challenging times and, and this is um, you know, kind of unprecedented um, in, uh, in our you know, uh, in modern society. But if it's not this, it'll be, you know, something else. Races will be canceled. Things don't go as planned. You'll get sick. You'll get injured. There's all kinds of things that can come up. So while we're talking about coronavirus and the dynamics of that, you know, as a society and as, as an athlete right now, it's still important to have that link, um, again, as your athletic identity outside of races, because, because if not, you know, uh, next year it could be something else. So always come back to that, to that, you know, that intrinsic why, something internal that drives you to, to push for your full potential. Um, and then lastly, again, tap into your, uh, tap into your team, uh, or, you know, like I said, your tribe, uh, if you have a coach, certainly now is the time to work very closely with them. Um, friends, family, lean on the people that you care for, you can trust, talk about what that means for your day-to-day routine. Try to find a way to get that routine back if your schedule has changed. Um, that consistency is the biggest piece and, and trying to find a way to stay consistent despite a change in, uh, in your routine. Um, so hopefully this helps um, navigate or will help you navigate some of these uh, really dynamic and nuanced times. Again, races are getting canceled. We'll see what that means for the summertime. You know, we're taking it kind of day by day in the endurance sports community right now and just uh, adapting as we need to. Um, but um, hopefully uh, there's some advice here uh, or some insight that you can use to apply to any changes that are happening for you. Um, as always, thomasendurancecoaching.com for uh, the the strength training videos that I mentioned, uh, that's another resources tab uh, on the TEC website. Um, we've also got a really great uh, strength training uh, downloadable document. Uh, if you go to thomasendurancecoaching.com, you can download that um, from the main page. Um, and that's got some really great at-home exercises and some really creative ways to, um, to integrate strength training into, um, into an, your endurance sports um, focus. So utilize that as a resource as well. And then we'll, we'll keep putting out, uh, content as well. We're going to really try to, um, to be a voice, uh, of, of expertise, um, and provide information that athletes, um, who are using TEC as a resource, um, we're going to, we're going to really work to, to, to be, uh, a home base for resources that people can trust and put out information that's helpful as we, uh, as we all navigate these, uh, these, uh, these interesting and, you know, trying and, and dynamic times. So thanks so much for tuning in again. I'm Taylor Thomas. Um, hope to see you again on endurance minded. Um, thanks so much. Stay well.